well, we're in a brand new year. It's 2021. So what are you going to do to start making this year an absolutely amazing year for you? What are you going to do differently this year? Well, to help you, I thought I'd give you a few pointers. Seven, in fact, of what will make a significant difference to help you make this year an absolutely amazing year for you. And I also want to share with you some insights for the year ahead that you might want to focus on. So let's get started. Now, over the last few episodes, there are two in particular that I hope you listen to. And they were the ones that I called Looking Back and the one called Planning Forward. Now, those two episodes are a precursor to you starting this year off and having an amazing year. And if you haven't done the exercises that I outlined in those episodes, then we'd really encourage you to do them. So now let's get going on the other things you can do to start this year great. Firstly, you need to reconnect with your purpose and your mission. If you don't know what that is for you, then you need to connect with me and I'll help you. If you do know what your purpose and your mission is, then it's time to really connect with it and bring it fully into your consciousness as to what it is that you want to achieve. Now, when you connect fully, you should be able to visualize what it looks like and the impact your purpose and your mission is having. And by really connecting with your purpose and your mission, then you should be able to feel very different inside. Now, if your head and heart aren't connected in this sense, then it's really only going to be a cerebral exercise instead of what you really want to achieve by connecting with your purpose and your mission. Now, when you've properly connected with your purpose and your mission, then you're going to bring in far more elements that are needed to make it happen. There has to be that heart and head connection. Secondly, revisit your internal priorities and how they are aligned to your purpose and your mission. Again, if you don't know what your internal priorities are, then you really need to connect with me to find out what they are for you. Every single client that thought they knew what their internal priorities were, were in fact wrong. It's so important to know what your internal priorities are because they're what's going to drive you forward. It's, it's what's going to bring you fulfillment. So once you're clear and satisfied on what your internal priorities are, make sure they're aligned to your purpose and with your business. Next, when you're connected with your purpose and your mission and your internal priorities, then write out 12 intentions for the year that you want to bring about and make sure that there are 12 intentions that are aligned to your purpose, your mission and your internal priorities. Now, this isn't about setting New Year's resolutions. That's just a waste of time. Setting your intentions for the year and making sure that they're properly aligned with your purpose, your mission, your internal priorities is what's going to bring them about. Now, make sure you write them out and with each one, see how each one resonates with you. See how you feel about each one of them before you commit to those 12 intentions. Next, ask yourself, how can you multiply your activities that are in line with your innate archetype? In other words, what activities can you do that fits with your own innate archetype? Now, again, if you don't know what your innate archetype is, then you need to connect with me to find out. As I say on my website, having all the elements in what I call the pilot's manual is what you need for your life and business. It's by having all the elements in the pilot's manual that you can put together a flight plan for your life and your business. It's your, it's your purpose, it's your mission, it's your archetype, it's your internal priorities, it's everything that you need in order to actually bring your life and your business forward. Without them, you're just simply going to glide through life hoping to catch a thermal. Now, when the activities that you do in your business are in line with your innate archetype, then everything that you do becomes more effortless. What you want to focus on is making sure that majority of your time is spent doing activities that are in line with your innate archetype and delegate or outsource all the other activities that are not in line with your archetype. So begin to make a list of as many activities as possible that you can think of that are in line with your innate archetype. And what you want to do is multiply those activities. Your innate archetype is how you're going to fulfill your purpose and your mission. So the more activities that you have in line with your innate archetype, will help you to fulfill your purpose. Next, when you look at your purpose and your mission, what's the vision you have? And when you look at that vision, how can you make it bigger? 
there's an exercise I do with clients and I call it adding a zero. And what it means is that if you can imagine that there's two people standing in front of you and they're holding a pole horizontally between the two of them and the height from the ground to the pole is 10 feet. Now, if you work in meters, think of the pole as being one meter off the ground. Now, think of all the ways in which you can get over that pole. And what clients typically come up with are things like, well, I could jump over it or I could pole vault over it. I could get a stepladder and get over it. I could ask someone to give me lift so that I could get over it. And they come up with lots of different ways of how they could get over the pole. Then I asked them to imagine if the pole was raised so that it was 100 feet off the ground, or in terms of meters, that it was 10 meters off the ground, and then come up with ways in which to get over the pole at that height. Now, at the start, it's a bit challenging for clients, but eventually they start to get a few ideas. And it can range from hiring a cherry picker and being hoisted over the pole to getting a longer ladder to get over it or even to hire a helicopter and fly over it. But here's the thing. All the activities that my clients come up with to get over the pole when it's 100 feet off the ground can also apply to getting over the pole when it's only 10 feet off the ground. All we did was add a zero. And just by adding a zero, we thought of lots of other ways of getting over the pole that we otherwise wouldn't have considered if we just looked at the pole as being only 10 feet off the ground. So when it comes to the year ahead and the turnover you want to achieve or the number of people that you want to impact or the activities that you want to do or the intentions that you're setting, when you look at each one of them, ask yourself, if you were to add a zero, what other ideas can you come up with? Next, what's the one thing that's holding you back? Now for this one, you have to be really, really honest with yourself. Because what's holding you back is going to have a fear behind it. And if you don't dissolve the fear, then you're not going to get where you want to. Think of some of your beliefs being like fears. So if you believe that by making things bigger, it's going to have a negative impact in some way, or by making your business bigger, it's going to negatively impact, or by doing something, it's going to upset other people, then these beliefs are some of your fears shining true. So be really honest with yourself. When you look at your purpose, your mission, your vision, your intentions, or the thoughts of adding a zero, what's holding you back? Then when you dissolve your fear of what's holding you back, then what do you think is going to happen? You're going to go after what you want to achieve. You're no longer going to be kept small in this world. So what's holding you back? And lastly, number seven, what can you do to leverage what it is that you do? Let's take an easy example of this. If you've designed a business so that you can only work one-on-one with individuals, then it's going to take a long time before you get to work with many, many people. But if you were to leverage your knowledge and skills and then be able to work with many people at the same time, now obviously you're going to impact more people. So instead of being focused on working with a number of clients, how can you work with many, many more clients at the same time? Now for many people that listen to this, they're instantly going to dismiss what I've just said. And they're going to say that it's not going to work for them. They, they, the way they work with people, it's not going to, there's no way they can work with many people at the same time. But the difficulty is they haven't given it enough thought and removed what's limiting to to even consider how they could impact more and more people. Let me give an example from my own situation. For me to get the insights for people to put them on the right track, I had to work one-on-one. But then when I explored how could I reach more and more people at the same time, that's when I had to go about developing methodologies so that I could reach more and more people at the same time. That's how now I can go into corporations and large business and do what I do and reach more and more people and get them on the right track. So instead of instantly dismissing it and saying that it's not possible for you to leverage what it is that you do, I encourage you to reflect and start to explore how could you. Now there you have it, seven things that you can do to start making this year great for you. 
So now let me share with you a few things that you'll want to consider for the year ahead and bring into your intentions and your planning. You see, at the beginning of last year, I talked to many people and shared with them that 2020 was going to be about three themes. The first theme being dealing with your concealed self. In other words, things that were being kept hidden and things that could give rise to fear, shame or guilt for individuals would need to be dealt with throughout 2020. And if they didn't deal with them, in other words, if they didn't bring them into light, then those concealed elements were going to be brought into light for them in ways that they wouldn't be able to control. If you look back over the past year, you'd be able to identify those things that were brought into light in the public arena, those things that were kept hidden. And if you look back over your own life in the past year, you may be able to recognise elements of your concealed self that had to be brought into the light. Next, I mentioned at the beginning of last year that people were going to be called forward to step into their purpose, and they were going to be given many opportunities to do this, but if they didn't, then they would be forced indirectly to step into their purpose. So that inner calling that the individuals had was escalating all of last year. And I did a number of episodes early last year to help people recognise what was happening for them. Now, as you look back over the past year, can you identify for yourself where you were being asked to step forward into your purpose? And lastly, I mentioned at the beginning of last year that some things were going to be forced to come to an end in order for new things to commence. Now, this one in particular you can view as being quite generic in that there's always things coming to an end and new things commencing. But this is much, much deeper than that. If you look at the seven areas of your life over the past year, begin to identify those things that happened to somewhat force coming to an end and those things that had to be started. It's these things in the seven areas of your life that are aligned to your purpose and the integration and the internal alignment, they're the things that I'm referring to. So why am I reflecting on what I mentioned at the beginning of last year? Well, because for the first quarter of this year, those elements are going to accelerate and you can choose to deal with them in a way that works for you or you can allow them to be forced. It's your choice which then leads into the year ahead. Now there's three themes coming through which you'll want to incorporate into your intentions, into your business and into your planning. And these three themes have been building up over the past few years, but they're going to make themselves really known for individuals in the year ahead. Now I'm not going to go into too much detail here as it means I have to go really, really deep. And I don't do that on this forum. I only do that with my clients and in my group programs, but I'll give you an overview. So the first theme is community. Now look at community as having a common purpose and What are the ways in which you can build communities? And also think of community in terms of unity and what unity means for you, but also think of it as being unity with self, being integrated and therefore working with integrity and also unity with something higher and greater than self. When I spoke earlier about leverage, this is also where community comes into play. Think also in terms of community as being for the higher and the greater than self. Now, the next theme is connection. Now, by this, I don't mean like the ones that most people do on LinkedIn where they want to have as many connections as possible. That's not what connection is in terms of the theme moving forward. Think of connection in terms of your alignment with self, connection with others on a deeper level, and connection with that which is higher and greater than self. So therefore, when you look at all the areas of your life, how can you bring connection, a much deeper level of connection, into each area of your life? And lastly, the third theme that's coming through in 2021 is collaboration. Now, you'll be able to see that community and connection also enable collaboration. After all, if you look at it this way, the pyramids weren't built by one individual. They were built by the many. But also think of it in ways in which you can work together with other people and also on a deeper level and in collaboration with that which is higher and greater than self. So when you look at the year ahead and you want to make your path easier, reflect on these three themes, community, connection and collaboration. Then when you're setting your intentions and the plans for the year ahead, What you want to look at is being aligned to those three themes. 
Also, don't just consider these themes in terms of your business. Think of them in terms of each of the seven areas of your life, which are your business or your career, your finances, your health, mental, relationships, social, and spiritual. And as you go throughout the year, you'll be able to observe these three themes coming through and both playing on a micro level as well as on a macro level. So there you have it. That's how you can start this year off being absolutely great and amazing for you and making it a success for you and for those you want to impact. And remember, if anything on this episode or previous episodes have raised any questions for you, by all means, get in touch. Head over to my website, paulwilliamdavis.com, and you'll find all the ways in which you can connect with me. And don't forget, sharing is caring, so please help spread the message. And until next time, I wish you every success.